Hello, dear listeners. It is I, once again, DJ Starsage, coming to you from the, <laughs> the rambunctiously mufflered Majesty's Carriage, the Lady Jamora. We're uh, in this fictional kingdom. The monarch has no gender. Or Dr. Girlfriend. Haha, <laughs> there's a piece of trivia for you, if you know. Anyways, sit back and relax. You're in store for the next installment of Assuredly You Jest, the day-to-day life of a modern-day jester. So, how are you? What have you been up to? I hope that you've continued to be mindful of others checked in on your loved ones and uh, maybe caught up with an old friend it is uh, shortly going to be the season of the turning leaves here in the northeast I like to think of it as the time of year where we get a taste of Tuscany the, the golden tones of the harvest season I'm talking about fall, which is less than a month away. I think it's actually possibly just maybe a little over a couple of weeks, maybe under. I'm talking to you on a Saturday as I'm recording this. It's in the afternoon, and I'm just heading out to the store, to the Megalomart, to do some errands and pick up some essentials for the home. Not the home. Not there yet. Cuckoo. Um, our house. Wait, wasn't that a TV show in the 80s with, uh, what's his name, Mr. Mr. Diabetes Supplies? Wilford Grimley? <laughs> Wait, we're not even five minutes in and we've already got a flashback going? Okay, well put on your neck brace, folks. Because, uh, you know, if you haven't gotten to know me that well yet, uh, I'm just a stone's throw from being middle-aged. And, uh, well, you know, the happy days, they they come and go, and, uh, well, nostalgia is powerful medicine. <laughs> Anyways, like I said, I'm heading out to the store to get some essentials for the old chateau. And uh, later this afternoon, I'm going to be setting things up for a watch party. Now, by the time you'll be listening to this, it will have already happened. So, you know, you can ask us if uh, the uh, guests outstayed their welcome. If, uh, you know, people put their plates in the trash. And uh, if anyone fell in the pool, I guess... That's that really is the the ultimate mark of a a good party, right? If you, if any of the furniture has landed in the pool or anyone's gotten pushed into it, at least that's what all those '80s movies tried to tell us. When mom and dad left home, you invited your friends over and you tied one on. Anyways, there's no tying on today. My shoes are even slip-ons. No. No Velcro. Although, 
that would be interesting, although I, I'm not sure if they still make them. Most shoes I see today that are considered quote-unquote comfortable shoes are, are merely slip-ons, which brings begs the question, whatever happened to power laces? You know, what we were promised in the mid to late 80s with Back to the Future... I suppose it might have been accomplished in some form or fashion at a time, but, uh, you know, these comfortable shoes, they get wore out, uh, anyways, I'm getting way too far off track here. What else am I up to? Watch party, oh, season premiere of Matinee Minutia. It's gonna be season five, can you believe it? Did you blink? You know, it's a milestone, really. If you think back to when you were a kiddo, five is when you went to school for the first time. And, uh, you know, when uh, secondary school, or high school as we call it here in the States, five is when you graduated. You went to, you know, your freshman, sophomore, junior, and senior year, the fifth year in secondary school is when you graduated. And, uh, you know, you are ready for that next chapter of your life. Well, anyways, season five of Matinee Minutia is coming down the pike. And uh, we're going to start off with some tributes. So we heard it here first, folks. Uh, a little sneak peek around the old shower curtain. Ah! Uh, we have a 1983 romantic comedy starring the fabulous and sadly gone too soon uh, before her time, Olivia Newton-John and John Travolta who, although they were a, uh, you know, a power couple on screen, they were only in two films together and this is the second of those. We're going to be watching two of a kind and, uh, the fun fact about this movie is that it includes or involves a cast of angels. Yes, you know those uh, winged uh, creatures that mean well and, uh, you know, look out for the well-being of, of mankind. Well, uh, apparently, according to Hubby, this is a, a sort of a sub-genre of its own of all these movies with angels that are looking out for us that were quite popular in the 80s and 90s. And uh, Two of a Kind is one of them. Now, uh, this film, uh, aside from John Travolta and Olivia Newton-John, also includes, and I'm not going to have a lot of the names here, folks, uh, it stars one of the stars from the ever-famous Poltergeist movie. Yes, the very first one. You know, the little girl on the TV set and don't walk into the light. It has the uh, red-haired older lady from that as one of the angels. And uh, if you uh, have been listening to Matinee Minutia for a while, you'll know that uh, the other year we discussed the 1980 film with Jack Nicholson based upon the Stephen King novel, The Shining. And uh, that had a handyman, or the character was a handyman, at the, uh, the lodge, the resort, Scatman Carruthers. Yes, I'm not making that name up, folks. Scatman Carruthers uh, was a, uh, a character actor 
And one of his last roles, I do believe, was in this film, Two of a Kind. He's playing one of the angels. Long story, not so short, folks. Two of a Kind is a story about the angels asking the Almighty for a second chance to prove that there's still good left in humanity. They uh, pick just ever so randomly from the anthill two people and uh, they are set to the task of seeing how those two could uh, be an example of humanity. They need to fall in love so there's all sorts of hijinks involved in this film. And uh, just a preview of things to come. We'll also be discussing later on this season of Matinee Minutia uh, a couple of tributes. Uh, one is much more personal. I've learned uh, more recently that a very beloved teacher of mine in high school, my, my English teacher, recently passed on after a 10-year battle with cancer, and uh, I'll, I'll speak at greater length about her. Uh, she was a role model of sorts for me because she was one of the first people, well, who, I, not knowingly, but had it on good authority that she was uh, of a different persuasion, if you know what I mean. She was a, a lesbian, and... Uh, in her obituary, of course, it names her survivor, but uh, you know, not everyone chooses to uh, use the heteronormative titles for everything. Uh, you know, she's apparently she was not her wife; she was just her life partner. However, as her survivor, I I would prefer to think of her as her widow. I'm doing a tribute to my high school English teacher. Uh, a little bit later on this season in Matinee Minutia, but I don't want to give it all away. You've got to have some reason to stop by the refreshment stand and refill your popcorn. And uh, Miss Gertie will be there waiting with her, uh, you know, newly gained uh, sobriety coin there. Yes, uh, she's, she's back on the wagon, folks. So, uh, well, you know, you might have to... Uh, hide your libation in your pocket there because you ain't getting it from her. Well, uh, what else is going on? Well, all, not all that long ago I talked about um, well, not really throwing in the towel per se. Uh, of course, things have been quite frustrating with the, the candy shop for quite some time now, even before the pandemic and how uh, we all faced a change in our daily lives and how we work and do business and whatnot. In my case, it was all for the better, though, really. I was able to spend time with my uh, my elderly kitty cat, my boy, who had thyroid, or had a thyroid condition, and it was, of course, just a symptom of cancer. So uh, I was thankful for that because I was able to spend time with him I wouldn't have had otherwise. But... Uh, you know, since the company has emerged from bankruptcy, uh, there's a change in the wind. And it's not always a good smell, you know. It, it takes me back to, like, um, well, you know, stories of Mary Poppins where in Victorian times the 
the uh, more concentrated cities like merry old London had all the soot in the air because that's how they used to heat their homes is with coal well the, the winds have changed and it's nothing official but uh, you know they're not going to tell you that they spiked the punch they wanted to just wait and see uh, who uh, wears the lampshade first <laughs> so uh, basically I've put a few feelers out there and uh, by that I mean I've applied places one of them nothing came of it that was the last one I, I mentioned but I recently learned that a company I've wanted to uh, get involved with which is uh, just a stone's throw from uh, the chateau they uh, they have decided to get creative on the books basically just meaning that they uh, formed a partnership with other companies in their industry and they're basically um, running a call center with several brands represented in this industry but uh, that's how they're doing business so of course I had trouble finding out who you know where what jobs they were hiring from or for and uh, the, the company name because uh, you know they, they put it basically a pop-up shop <laughs> I didn't know what to look for all right, I'll talk about that more in a moment. I gotta grab some grub here. Okay, well, yeah, so if uh, this position comes through, which I didn't learn of until late because, uh, well, it was hiding under a different name, and it's two months old, but yeah, you have to hope if you shoot up a flare with the, uh, you know, attachment of your <laughs> life's work, not really my life's work, my work history, my, uh, you know, pebbles into the pond, so to speak, if it all works out and, uh, by the way, I, 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 I applied for that. <laughs> Almost goes out without saying. Uh, I applied for that, that job. But, uh, you know, it was, the posting was two months old. So we'll see if it gets any attention. They did uh, attempt to negotiate a interview with me last year. But at the time, I was in the midst of contract negotiations for my local union. And no, this job wouldn't be union. <sighs> but uh, there is a possibility that it may not be much of a pay cut. Now, the silver lining is that uh, my job with the candy shop before the pandemic was in the big city of Oslo. I uh, had to commute every day, the 30 to 40 minutes, park in a city garage, walk to my office, and yes, I, I parked away from the building because the uh, more prestigious parking garage that's actually practically next door to 
the candy shop costs a pretty penny. I mean, you, you might as well be getting your hair done with the likes of Hollywood. It costs so much. But the uh, silver lining back to that, if I do get employment with this other company, which I'm teetering on the name of the Bran Barn. Um, it's out in sort of a mid-sized town, but the important thing is, is that it's about 20 minutes from Chateau Starsage, and uh, it's a country drive, not a into-the-city drive, so, but uh, with that being what it is, also means that it might be a challenge during the colder months of the year, because up here in the northeast we have that uh, little thing that, uh, you know, falls from the sky when it gets uh, freezing out. You know, the white stuff, the not the uh, Hollywood snow, but the real stuff. <laughs> I don't know why I've got Hollywood on the brain, but, you know, I am a movie nerd and TV nerd and just an all-around nerd, I guess. So, fingers crossed something good will happen in that department. Uh, Hubby and I have had a conversation simply because we do have elderly cats and uh, our calico, the diva, she's sadly in her twilight, we do believe, because if you're not going to drug up your kitty cat, which unless you have a good reason to do, and uh, maybe they are in their younger years still and fighting some sort of a illness, for goodness sake, you know, don't keep grandma on life support just simply because you can get another six months out of her. You know, if she's lived a good life, let her choose. Now, of course, our kitty cats, they, uh, well, I, I like to think that dogs and cats basically have the brain, for lack of a better term, of a toddler, of a child. They're not as primitive as anything like mice or birds. They, you know, they can express themselves and if you've ever doubted that, all you have to do is see a cat who can play fetch. And the cats will come to their name being called. If you've ever tried it and it didn't happen, it's because you haven't known them very long and maybe you picked a stupid name. I don't know. Anyways, <laughs> it's not up to me to teach you to be a parent. Oh, anyway, so uh, all in all, we're in agreement that the last almost three years of me at home have uh, largely been sort of a, a, a miracle for our fur babies. And uh, we, we have, uh, you know, brought in sort of the, the next cast of this production. Um, our little Benny boy, who's between three and four, he's doing pretty well. He's not quite to the point where our uh, second child, Goldie, is uh, craving his affection just yet, but they do seek each other's attention through our little visitor gate that we set up. 
we blocked off a doorway, as I've mentioned, and put up a screen, basically, so that they could see each other but not touch. And that's important because when you know that, when uh, animals know that each other is there, there's an amount of acceptance that's just inevitable. So, uh, Goldie is slowly accepting Benny and the more that we let them interact, supervised of course, because uh, you know, just like any dysfunctional family, you need to have supervised visitations. Uh, they are getting to know one another in that they understand the motivation around some of their behaviors. So, you know, it's only been three months, as I understand that that's kind of short in hindsight of uh, introducing or making new introductions to a, uh, a pet parent household. So, um, yeah, back to Nala. We, uh, I would like to think that, uh, you know, if we finger, keep our fingers crossed, we'll get to have another Christmas with her. But Hubby seems to think, and he tends to be the realist, although I'm usually the one who's, uh, you know, <laughs> more dark with my, uh, my pessimism. He seems to think that we'll be lucky if we get to have another Halloween with her. It's okay, folks. She's 18, and, uh, you know, the, the average person seems to think that that's a good life for a cat. I, who, you know, spend uh, my nights watching uh, videos on TikTok of people with special needs cats, <laughs> I would like to see my kitties reach 20-ish, because then, well, I don't know, maybe I will have gotten into a book of records or something. No, this is not about personal fame or game. I just feel like I've done my job if they've uh, lived to that point. I've, you know, uh, send, seen them off to college, so to speak. I don't know. I th we, they say that uh, you have to be careful what you wish for because you might just get it. I cannot imagine what it would be like to have... Uh, a, a, another living being under my roof <laughs> for the duration of my life. So I guess maybe in that way um, it was just meant to be that uh, it didn't work out for me to have human babies. You know, we're, we're all living on this anthill and we can't all expect to be king of the mountain. So uh, as they say, um, history isn't written, so have a good one. I, I think that was what Doc Brown said in Back to the Future 3. <laughs> More movie nostalgia for you there, folks. So, basically, if I do take this job, uh, we're going to be having to put Miss Nala in uh, her favorite room of the house, and I'm not saying that sarcastically. This is the room that she spent her recoveries in when she's had surgery before, when she's been on strong antibiotics for an infection. We painted it blue because 
if you've uh, paid any attention in the last, I don't know, 50 years. At one point in time, there was a, a study by the military, I want to say the Navy, on the effect of color on the human psyche. And uh, certain colors have effects of a mood. And uh, blue is tranquility. It's soothing. It's healing. And that's the color of our guest room where uh, Miss Nala spends her time uh, convalescing. In fact, we call it the purr Asian room, uh, like a kitty cat purrs, because uh, it's blue and white. So it's like uh, Paris, the you know France, the French countryside, and we have uh, objects of of kitties in the room. They were gifted to us by Hubby's uh, former boss's mom, who is a cat lady. So. Uh, we are in agreement that uh, we will just have to tuck away the little princess in her ivory tower when each of us goes to work, if I get offered a job. I mean, I haven't even been called for an interview, so, uh, you know, this is uh, just keeping fingers crossed and, uh, you know, uh, what do they call that? Flights of fancy. Fantasy. Fancy? I don't know which. One of the two. So. And uh, for hubby... Things at the gnome zone have been going pretty good, or at least in that uh, he's been there for a few months now, probably four at least. Not enough that we could take time off together, mind you, but that's another story. <laughs> um, but he's feeling appreciated by his boss, and uh, the only hitch in that is that, uh, well, it's not even really having to do with his boss. But uh, as somebody who is in charge of the store's displays, the uh, presentation of the store, he has a task ahead of him of setting up a, a homework, if you, if you will, for the overnight crew. They have a team of people that come in when the doors have closed for the day, who goes ahead and sets up the stock for the store, and, uh, you know, they, they arrange displays, presentations for the, the coming season or a sale, what have you. And, uh, well, unfortunately, just like any uh, educator would probably tell you, uh, you can only set things up like you would a bowling alley and expect, you know, people to know how to play the game. Well... Well, he doesn't always have the best of luck with uh, his soldiers uh, carrying through on the marching orders. And he recently had somebody who seemed to be the best soldier on that overnight team um, basically go out on disability. In fact, uh, I do believe he said that it's since been determined this person can no longer work. So... <laughs> Yeah, Hubby has a chore ahead of him. He's got to uh, somehow get it through the thick skulls of his overnight crew that uh, yeah, this is what he means when he fills out these plans. And please don't interpret it. Just do as I ask. <laughs> oh, is it any wonder I never want to be in management? I don't know if I could even be an educator because uh, it's just so disappointing when 
you uh, ask or you uh, rely upon others and doesn't end up happening. I'm being too maudlin right now. Maybe I just need to take a nap with my kitties. (laughs) Uh, I made a cake last night. Wait a minute, what's that you say? You just talked about cake, and you weren't going to explain yourself? (laughs) Alright, backing up for a second here. Yes, I made a cake. Uh, We have these discount stores where uh, clearance groceries that don't expire really are sent, uh, and they they also sell things like party supplies and whatever. Anyways, we've got a cake mix that was a limited variety flavor. It's called Trey or Trey's, T-R-E-S, Leche, Trey Leche. And it was something that Hubby wanted to try. Um, I think that it originates from Latino or Hispanic. Sorry, I don't know which is the right one to uh, refer to here. Um, but a, uh, a Hispanic culture cake i think it's a it's a thin cake that's sort of dense but it's mostly vanilla flavored and you pour a um a creamy sauce over the top of it it's it's called leche sauce um but it's kind of like a a whipped evaporated milk to a degree now we don't keep uh, you know, quote-unquote regular milk in the house. We always have low or non-fat. And, uh, well, if by following the directions on the package for the the, uh, the frosting, a.k.a. the sauce, I probably would have reduced it by the liquid by a cup because, um, yeah, it's it's like a moat that had uh, had a flood. Anyways, tray leche cake, we, uh, I took that and added to it a packet of orange jello mix and because i like to you know change things i like to you know doctor things up and uh a teaspoon of cinnamon so it was an orange cinnamon tray leche cake not anymore and uh, i threw in some diced fruit so it's sort of a kind of like a cobbler i don't know but it's a tray leche cake with uh orange and cinnamon and um fruit and I diced some uh, toasted almonds on the top of it so it turned out pretty good I only had a single piece of it and the rest is sitting in the fridge for hubby to try out on a day where he hasn't uh, you know gone uh, above his uh, wheat limit for the day because uh, you know some people with food allergies they do exist out there folks all right back to reality and I guess I should end on that note uh, this is a you know two-sided coin really because uh, I've been doing my best to behave myself and no I did not eat the heat, the whole ding damn cake on my own don't set me up for failure <laughs> it's been a couple of months now since I decided to get more serious about my health again and uh, that started by doubling my effort for exercise so I take a morning walk and after work I get onto the elliptical for 30 minutes before dinner and uh, that in combination with me doing a meal substitution, I, I take a protein shake for two of the three meals of the day. 
and uh, I have a regular dinner, but I'm still staying light on the carbs when I can. And uh, over the course of two months, I want to say, I have now doo -doo -doo -doo, lost 10 pounds. And so I am very happy with that. No, this is not the end of the report. I'm going to continue going on with this uh, boat on this river because I like the way I looked in those pictures from <laughs> seven years ago. And... Um, Sure, it might be like Dorothy trying to get back to Oz when I look in the mirror, but I have to say to myself that uh, the yellow brick road does not come without sacrifice. Some of those stones are going to be hot on your bare feet, but you just got to grin and bear it. Because eventually I will get to the Emerald City and... Um, I'm going to ask that wizard, hey, WTF. <laughs> All right, folks, swing by for the season premiere of Matinee Minutia on Friday, uh, the 16th of September, 9 p.m. Eastern, uh, same time, same channel, over at the Univaz, and uh, check out our new member podcast uh, n new member of the Univaz family of shows Queer and Far which is hosted by Miss Charmaine Fury uh, who has done a couple of other podcasts including uh, one on hiatus by Furious and um, I think the other one is Militantly Mixed but she's a biracial gal and uh, she does this show with a, another queer person. Uh, and uh, they talk about traveling and uh, cultural perceptions of gay people abroad. So, uh, look for Queer and Far on the Univaz page. All right, folks. You can, as always, tweet me on Twitter at DJStarSage. Email me, DJStarSage at gmail.com. That is all for now. Kisses from the carriage. Ta-ta. Chubb's gone wild with Matt and Tom. Speak up. The Smellcast by Tommy Smelly. Be heard. Tastes like burning with Tim and James. Unique voices in podcasting. The Shy Life Podcast with me, Paul the Shy Yeti.